0: you should have seen it last night. Really, if you could have been there. Some ways you're just going to have to trust me on this one but today was an incredibly emotional day. Since some of it took place after Shabbat came in, all you're going to get is my words I view description. No photos on Shabbat, sorry. At the end of Kabbalat Shabbat, last night, in a crowded prayer room crammed to the gills with about 75 people including dozens of guests from overseas, the US and UK, and dozens of members of the Alamotes Jewish community, its leaders and its members, men, women and children, people whose grandparents are listed on the memorial wall just outside the prayer room, including Jocelyn and Doron's relatives, just as we had finished singing Yigdal, led by Doron's very familiar voice, we all turned around as we heard the first strains of Simon Simon Tov, Mazel Mazel Tov. From the back of the room, in came the Olamotz Torah, the Torah PSC hosted for 47 years allocated to us by the Memorial Scroll Trust, and now back in Olomotes for the first time in 78 years. The Torah came into the Olomotes prayer room in, in Rabbi Corey's hands. Dozens of community members' hands reached out to touch it. One gentleman kissed it and there was one, maybe, two laps around the room, up both aisles and around to the women's section in the back, Alamotz's practice is orthodox, before the ark was opened and the scroll was placed inside to await the final repairs on Sunday at the hands of our sofa, Rabbi Moshe Druin. The Torah was wrapped in the familiar blue covering that many members of our community lovingly crafted years ago. This cover will be returned to P.S.C. and new vestments from the Alamotes community will be placed on it. Speaking of Rabbi Druin, I happened to be sitting next to him during services and just as the services were concluded, he confided to me that this was a very emotional moment for him. I suppose working on this project for the last 6-8 to months had an impact. Maybe surviving Hurricane Irma with it last month had something to do with it? but I suspect it had a lot to do with the historic moment that we had just witnessed. A Torah scroll written approximately 200 years ago in this community, a survivor of the Nazi persecutions that nearly wiped out this community and those of hundreds of Jewish communities in the area. A scroll that survived the Czech communist regime. A scroll, the Memorial Scrolls Trust deeded to PSC and that sat in a place of honor in our Aaron Kodesh for 47 years a scroll that I had the honor to read from before we determined that it was ritually unfit and needed significant repairs. A scroll that had been carried 9,000 kilometers in planes, trains and automobiles over the past three days, halfway around the world, I know, I pitched in, and had now been returned to its ancestral home, to stay. Take that in for a second realize that this has never happened before. What a moment. Location comments go 7, Alamotes, Czech Republic, the Jewish Community Center of Allamotes Latitude 49.60 Longitude 17.26 km to Alamotes 0. Mission accomplished. But wait, there's more. Friday morning at the Kailat Rush Hodesh Mar Heshvan morning Minyan our own Cantor Doron had the honor of being asked to be the Shaliak Sivir. Pretty cool huh? That's the same community where Jocelyn's ancestors made their lives and where their children and grandchildren now thrive. If you come on a congregational trip this spring to Olamotes, you'll be… To quote Hamilton, or Aaron Burr, really, in the room where it happens. Doron doing Hallel in emotes. Here's a little bit from the live stream I recorded on Friday morning. Watch as much or as little as you want but see if you agree that there was something special hearing the unique PSC Ruach given voice by members of our congregation in a Jewish community 9,000 kilometers from our own. Got goosebumps yet? I certainly did, And I don't think I am violating any confidences if I say that Ron Mester said exactly the same thing at dinner on Friday night. But wait, there's still more. On Friday afternoon before Shabbat, some of us rented a bus and took a trip about 40 miles outside of Alamones to a small town called Loshtitsa, a town of about 3,000 people, where town historian and director of the Respect and Tolerance Program in Loshtitsa, Luke Stipple, met us at the former Lochtice synagogue and told us about his work teaching tolerance and respect to youth from around the community. The building itself is not a synagogue at present but has many of the trappings of a synagogue. The building's occupants were deported to Terezin in 1942 as the Stolpersteins outside indicate. There's no Jewish community left to speak of in the area but Luke has turned this building into a demonstration site and an educational institution to teach the youth in the area to love and respect everyone, even those different from him there is a small cemetery outside of Loshtitsa, established in the 17th century with hundreds of tombstones of members of the community. We walked around on a foggy Washington Irving-esque afternoon and took in the sights. As if I needed anything more. I had the unique honor of Laning, reading Torah, this morning from from Parsat taking the yod from the chief rabbi of the Czech Republic, Karl Sidon, who passed it to me after reading the preceding 3 Alio just after Shabbat services ended and before we were headed to a festive kiddush lunch with the community, pretty good, even by PSC standards, a gentleman named Peter Brees from London grasped my hand and wished me a gut Shabbos and a yasher coach on my Torah reading and told me he was old enough to remember the scroll as a child growing up in the Alamot synagogue before the Nazis destroyed it, 78 years ago and now coming full circle, wow. Peter came all the way from London to be with us on this beautiful occasion. And now for some reason I'm sitting in my hotel room waking up from my Shabbat nap, listening to the Saturday afternoon church bells pealing through Alamots from the surrounding churches when who should be looking down on me. A stone sculpture of the late Pope John Paul II. It sits on a wall of the ecclesiastical college across the street. How's that for random? I am told JP II spent significant time in Alamots and was responsible for opening up a hugely important Alamots library filled with rare books and manuscripts. Okay now off to Sudershlishit. What could be in store for me now? Smiley face. Asked and answered. We ran into the Israeli ambassador to the Czech Republic, Daniel Marin, at AMB Marin, at the exhibition space where they were talking about the history of the Alamots community, and the Beit cassette that was burned by the Nazis in 1939. But wait, there's still still more. Enjoy a clip from Havdallah and a brief tour of the Alamots synagogue, you don't want to miss this. It's great. Look at all the really old scrolls and some of their history, including some Kabbalistic era scrolls. And also, I'm making plans for Sunday's final completion of the repairs and a nighttime walk back to the hotel through the streets of Olomotes. I'm hungry, it's time for dinner now. Another eating event. Oh boy. I hope you're liking my words I view of this weekend's events. Loshtitsa Update, August, 2019. I made the acquaintance of Rabbi Bruce Elder. Spiritual leader on Congregation HaKafa in Glencoe, Illinois. His congregation was the one that had the connection to Luke Stippel's Respect and Tolerance organization in Loshtitza that we visited while we were in Alamotes before Shabbat. In 2005, Rabbi Elder's congregation was in contact with Stan Cantor, nephew of the founder of Cantor's Deli in LA, who happened to be one of the financial sponsors of Luke's organization. In 2005, Rabbi Elder's congregation visited Loshtitsa for the 350th anniversary of the founding of the Jewish community there. Rabbi Elder's community has had a 350-year-old check scroll, MST number 753, since 1984 from a school outside of Loshtitsa. It is used on Yom Kippur and for B'nai Mitzvah ceremonies in his community. Remember, the bat mitzvah Luke mentioned? Well it was a young girl from Rabbi Elder's congregation. In August 2016, Hakafa member, Marissa Lambert, traveled with her family-slash-friends and Rabbi Elder to Loshtitzah with the Torah. There, Marissa became the first bat mitzvah ever to take place in Loshtitzah. The occasion would mark the first worship service held in the Loshtitzah synagogue in more than 60 years. Rabbi Elder recounted that one of the amazing moments of their bat mitzvah trip was that they used a prayer book written by Fanny Nuda, the daughter of the Amoravian Rabbi of Loshtitzah, written in 1865 called Hours of Devotion, Fanny Nuda's Book of Prayers for Jewish women. Written in the 19th century, rediscovered in the 21st, timeless in its wisdom and beauty, hours of Devotion by was the first full-length book of Jewish prayers written by a woman for women. Some 150 people mostly non-Jews from the town, but a few Jews from surrounding areas turned out to greet them at the town hall, where the mayor and community leaders waited. In addition a handful of Jews from Prague, 80 miles away, had heard about the event and traveled to Loshtitsa to be a part of it. The crowd traveled with the Hakafa delegation through the streets of the city to the synagogue, where the Torah was placed in the ark for the first time since the late 1930s.